First of all, before we begin anything today, it is now said that 65% of Americans believe in UFOs. Well, they told us they were real. (laughs) 65%. Isn't that crazy? It's crazy that it's become like a mainstream conversation. No, it goes back to what I've said. They're setting us up for the next big whatever they're going to do. Oh, like an alien invasion? Something, Something... Listen, they told people that aliens existed a couple of months ago and Americans just went, whatever. They're like, we don't really have time for this kind of a crisis right now. (laughs) They're trying to crank the pandemic thing up again. Americans are like, no, you know, all of noticed more than one person out and about in masks. Well, I I have always, though, I think since the pandemic, I think that there are people and obviously there are people immune compromised, right? Absolutely. So I don't, I don't, I don't have a problem with anybody doing that, but I, I will tell you this. If they think they are going to do mandates again, people won't do it. People will not. It, it is. Yeah, it is, I also. That ship sailed when they cried wolf. If someone feels like wearing a mask helps them. Yeah. Go for it. Whatever way yeah. they need it. That's totally everybody's call. And, but I am probably going to opt out. Yeah. I just, you know, I did not see a benefit because nobody wore them properly. If everybody was actually wearing the thing and it, and it was sealed and it worked, but I mean, well, you yeah, had people, they were wearing them on their chin. They were, I mean, it's just, it was ridiculous, right? That aside, whatever, we'll see. Because the conspiracy theorists are sp- uh, spreading the rumors on the internet that it's coming back. I have heard that from and, several and, people. And that we're being set up. I don't think we are. I don't. I think that we have figured out, and again, I don't blame anybody for the way we're, we reacted three years ago because nobody knew anything. No, right? It was honestly there was the reaction was all based on God. What are we? What have we gotten ourselves into? And and how do we get out of this? Right? But as time went on, we learned a little bit more, and I think we're better equipped to handle that and anything else now. I hope so. It's weird. It's weird in the sense that I've brought this up. But it's weird right now that you can watch the news and every single week there's some catastrophic event. And it's not my imagination that it's always just been there, but we've just never been. No, we've had social media and the Internet for two decades. What's been going on over the past few months has been crazy. It has like the fires and the earthquakes and the hurricanes and the drought and the floods and like there's. Just all of it. It feels a little bit like the earth is sick of us. It's just weird, right? It's just strange stuff. It, I mean, and, and a lot of it's catastrophic, like the the fire in Hawaii, obviously, which you brought up, a, a hurricane on the West Coast. Mm-hmm. And then we had the hurricane in Florida, because what's what's a hurricane season in Florida doesn't get socked. Right? And then the earthquake in, in Morocco. Morocco. I mean, there's over 3,000 people dead and they haven't even got to some of the most remote areas. Right. And it's weird that, I mean, to me, that's in those numbers exceed what we suffered on 9-11 22 years ago yesterday. Mm -hmm. But because it's not here, right? And a lot of people consider Morocco and some of those outlying areas over there, very third world. It's weird how we've become almost desensitized to things like that, and we shouldn't be. Right, even to natural disasters of that magnitude. It's crazy. It is. And it seems, that's why I'm every time I turn the news on, I'm like, nothing surprises me anymore, including the fact that that guy in Pennsylvania who escaped prison by crab walking up the wall, like like your kids do in the hallway, 
right? Everybody, if you've ever, if you've not been paying attention, there's an escaped murderer in in Pennsylvania somewhere who literally got out of prison by crab walking using his feet and his hands on opposite directions in a narrow part of the prison yard to get himself up to the roof and then crawl through razor wire on two different or three different occasions and leap out of the building. And I think he was gone for an hour before they even knew he was gone. Well, anyways, they cordoned off this area and he had been in there for a good 10 or 11 days. He's now made his way through that. He actually stole a van and he showed up at some people's houses and he's on ring videos and <laughs> it's just gotten weird. I haven't been, fo- I saw the video of him escaping. Oh my God. But I have not been following so, the rest of the story. So as of us recording this podcast here, he's still on the loose and nobody knows where he's at. God. It It's just bizarre. So I'm wondering you know, are they setting us up with this alien stuff? Because that's wherever nobody trusts anybody in the government anymore. Which is not a good place to no, be. That is not as it, a country. Either side, right? They, they're just like, nope, I don't trust you, and I don't trust you. The majority of Americans, anyways, it seems like. So, having got that out of the way, I had to rant there for a sec. Uh, they are already, and I did not know, but they were talking about this on the morning, the national morning news shows yesterday and it's they were talking about the early gets for holiday shopping oh my god did you see this thing from costco called the escape shed (laughs) i did is that what it is the escape shed yes i'm like you're not as who and they said if you want to escape your spouse or your children costco is offering this by the way it i think the base price on this thing is like eleven thousand dollars and it looks like, what were they calling them years ago? A she shed? Or a, uh, To me, it looks like a garden shed. You just, I mean, it doesn't look super fancy. No, it looks like a little playhouse. Yeah. Which anyone who has kids is like, obviously you can't put a playhouse in your backyard and then expect to escape your kids in it. You can't do it. There's no way. They'd be, they, <laughs> oh. I mean, anybody who has young children knows that if you had something like that and you were out there, they would be there with you. And you would let them in. Obviously. Yes. So I don't, I don't it, even go to the bathroom by myself. Right. It's, I have a shadow. It's just, it's gotten, I mean, to me, the fact that they're trying to market it as that, because they, on one of the promo shots, they've got this woman, it's all decorated nice inside. And then she's out on the little, pe- the deck she built in the front of it doing like meditating. Yeah. Like that's going to be your sanctuary. I'm like, that is not happening. It's not going to work. That's not the real world. No, that is not the way things work. I am going to go out on the limb and make an assumption that there was no moms of young kids in the marketing meetings prior to launching that product. It's a classic example. And I've said this a million times. I said of a bad idea popping up and nobody stepping on it before it gets legs. I mean, it sounds lovely to have a private little sanctuary in the yard, but it isn't realistic. It shows guys with like their drum kits and you oh, know, yeah. it's like, yeah, it's like that never. No, no, that is not going to happen. No, Little kids follow you. I think that's just what they do. I think they're struggling to appease adults who are looking for an escape. That's, yeah, because and, and, and I mean, they'll do any they'll throw anything at you. Right. But to me. It, I would rather take eleven thousand dollars and 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 take a week and go to like a really nice spa vacation spot and just just do it up 
is the best I can. That would be wonderful. That to me, that would be more refreshing than worrying about who's knocking on my escape shed door. <laughs> my escape shed, and it sounds so dramatic. It does, doesn't it? Is, that's mom's escape shed. It's it's absolutely bizarre. When I saw that, I'm like, they don't really expect people to shell out eleven thousand dollars, and then, and that's just the base. By the time you're done setting that thing up, you could easily have fifteen grand into it. Is it insulated? You could do it. You could insulate oh. it. I think what you get for $11,000 is a pretty basic chicken coop setup. Like a garden shed. Yeah. To me, that's what it is. It's like, well, I probably could park a lawnmower in there. <laughs> Maybe a few of my garden tools. Maybe set up a grow tent if you're if you're into this new growing cannabis uh, thing. Or maybe a guy could have his home brewing set up out there. Or like my brother has a, like a, he's likes in, into gunsmithing and stuff like that, but. I, I, I see the appeal of it, like having a, a maybe an art studio. But would, wouldn't you have to live in somewhat of a more rural environment anyways? If To me, even where we live on a ravine lot, I don't know if the, you know, ge geography here is 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 going is adequate for something like that. Oh, I don't. I mean, I, don't you need to get it? If you're going to build something like that, don't you want to be like a hundred yards away and tucked off behind some trees and in, in the woods or something? That would help with the escaping. Because if you just put that in your backyard, you're doing nothing. You know, it'll turn into a playhouse for your kids. Is yeah, what it'll I be. know. That's, I saw it and I was like, um, no, yeah. you can't put a playhouse in your backyard and then tell your kids you're going to escape from them in it. I was like, you got to be kidding me! <laughs> Absolutely nuts. Uh, here we are into our, this is the first full week of school, right? Because yes, we, we had Labor Day. Labor Day. That's what we had was Labor well, Day. Well, I know it didn't start till Thursday. Right. So he's in his first full week and Clara started the week before, but then there was Labor Day. So she had that Friday and Monday off. So that, oh, short, that's right. that shortened yep. them both on for because of the Labor Day weekend. But I think I'm figuring out the food thing. Why is it? When, and, you know, and I figured this out after this is our third year of having them both gone. Right. When they come home from school, why are kids literally do they? Why do they act like they are starving to death? I don't know if the school lunches provide a lot of nutrition. They must. I mean, that's, I mean, they have to tick boxes on what they're offering. It's kind of odd stuff. Like yesterday, Clara came home and she said, you know what? I loved lunch. I said, what'd you have today? She said a corn dog and green beans. I was like, that's kind of an odd combination, but whatever, <laughs> you know, if that works, that's great. Um, and then if mom and dad aren't there monitoring, like finish your vegetables, eat your, you know? Right. So like if they're just eating a corn dog and I, picking around green beans, not saying that she, that's what she's doing. I have no idea, but- that you would be hungry. Right. I think is what they're doing. And this is not, I'm not, I'm not taking shots at the school here either because they're doing the best they can with the budget they have to give the kids something to eat. But I think a lot of kids are picky eaters. So it's what they do is they just get it. They eat enough to get by while they're at school, knowing that when they get home, they can raid the fridge in the pantry. Yeah. That's exactly what's happening. Yep. So now I'm trying to time it. So when you get home, and they get home because Noah now all of a sudden only gets home about a half hour before you. Right. Because he's riding the bus. And he's in middle, middle school. school so he has a longer day. Yeah. It's yeah. It's a longer. 
everything's a little longer. So I'm trying to time that out so I can have all of that, like, because otherwise, like Clara, for instance, would come home and eat 15 chocolate chip cookies and be like, I'm good for the evening. I had cookies for supper. Like that is absolutely bonkers. So. You take good care of us. It's not, it's not even that. I'm just trying to prevent them from getting rickets. Is that what they told me <laughs> when I was a kid? It's like, you gotta eat healthy food. Well, we try, we try to do the best we can. The weird thing is this Yuka app that we use now. Have, have we talked about that? App? I don't know if we have. I don't know if we have either. If, so this was a recommendation from Kelsey at JP Fitness. Yeah. And I think several of them use it. Yeah. But it's called Yuka. Y-U-K-A. K-A. And it's an app that you can scan food and beauty products the UPC label and it will give them a score right based on the ingredients. And it is so eye opening and so terrifying. It is because <laughs> you have no idea what's in some of the stuff that you'd think was normally healthy is not, not it's even not. close. It was weird because just yesterday for supper, I made them a pasta bake, right? Which they love on the, the Traeger smoked it up and then stuck it in the oven. But of the ingredients in there, you know, I pick up this box of rotini and I'm like, oh, this is just crap. I scan it 90 out of 100. Excellent food. Interesting. Is it because it's it's the right carbohydrates and it's pretty clean stuff? It must be. So then I take the jar of spaghetti sauce that I'm using, which is three cheese, 70 out of 100. I'm like, this is all starting to shock so me. So it must right? not have had a lot of like added. Right sugars, etc. And then I put some uh, grass-fed ground beef in there, right? Mm -hmm. And the least healthy ingredient that I added, believe it or not, was the mozzarella cheese, which okay. scored 27 out of 100 points, which shocked me. And what's really cool about the app is that you it explains why. Yeah. It's not arbitrary. Like it shows you know, it's a good mix of fats and carbohydrates or these additives are potentially carcinogens. Right. And there's a lot of that out there. There's a lot of that. Yeah. You guys, I was buying hand lotion the other day. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I got to use my app and see kind of what's in this lotion. And of the wall at the beauty store, everything was between zero and 10 except for two lotions. Well, they say that overseas specifically, it was Michaela that told you to check out stuff that was Korean. Uh, right? Yes. And then Europe has different standards. Well, they have different standards for their food and beauty products. But if you can find beauty products that are like European standard, their standards are higher than the United States. Why is, well, it's lobbying. That's yeah. what it is. It is absolutely lobbying. My parents were just in Italy and they were talking about how good the Coke was, like the soda. Probably made with real sugar. Yeah, they were like, it's because they don't have the preservatives that we use in the US because they're illegal there. And the corn syrup. Yep. And all that other stuff. That's why, well, here in the United States, if you like that taste that we were all originally used to way back is I think you can still buy that. It's what it usually is in the uh, Mexican yes. part. Yes. Because that they still use real sugar down yep. there versus the, isn't that you know, weird? It's funny. As bad as they know corn syrup is for us, 
when when they're using it and all that stuff. Why is it still happening? Because there's a lot of money to be made. It's cheap. <laughs> it is cheap. You right, know? but but it's it's the the making of it. Yeah, there's well, a lot that, of money in the making of it. Yeah, well, they're, they're, the farmers are making money. Yeah, right. It's just like everything else. Right. That's Correct. that's what it is. Right. So just get fat. Everything's fine. <laughs> no, but the the app is eye opening. It's crazy. And it's not about like getting a hundred out of a hundred. No, it's just it's been really good. I think for me, just to, to be aware. You want to know what the most eye opening aisle will be for most people? Cereal. Ooh. Go ahead and take that app because all you have to do is scan the UPC symbol, right? And it's a free app. Yeah, it's free, and you it'll just pop right up. It literally, unless it's like a, a a health supplement like protein powder or something like that. A lot of that stuff it doesn't, or some beverages, but food products, it will it will it'll let you know. And beauty products as well. Yeah, it's crazy. I've used it on my skincare. My skincare, by the way, is all. On the up and up. Because the stuff that, like the, like the cereal, for instance, that I was like, number one doctor recommended. It was absolute crap. Yeah. So I got this, is it that Bob's, whatever, mill or whatever yep. it is. Bob's that, Old Red Mill or something. Something like that. But that cereal that you buy, hell, you can get it at a, just about any store, right? That scores awesome, right? And I did not, and again, I did not had I had no idea. None, because all of the stuff that you think is good, the brands, the labeling, all of it as, that they label that they label healthy, a, a big chunk of it is absolute garbage. I was listening to a podcast there must about be, there must, must not be any watchdogs for that food, and they were talking about packaging, and they were like, consider the front of the package of anything you're buying as a billboard, whatever it's sure. like basically disregard any claims that it's making any pediatrician recommended number one for cholesterol all of that disregard it yeah because they're paying for some organization to say that it's the number one recommended whatever right and that it's all just advertising to suck you in to pick it up off the shelf right it is it's it's incredible how we're being lied to. Yeah, the food thing is scary. And now there's this new tag on food, bioengineered food ingredients. Yeah. And I don't know. That I've never noticed that before, but I, I also feel like I'm paying be like better attention lately. Right. So I don't know if it's new or not, but it's bioengineered food ingredients. Well, they're, they're even telling people that are working out, if you can... Eat, get as much of your nutrition as you possibly can from whole foods, mm -hmm. not these shakes, you know, and all these yep. supplements and stuff like that. I understand that that's very convenient if you're in a tight spot and there's not a, there's nothing wrong with having a few of them in the fridge for that, like the protein shakes or something like that. But they are learning, do, do the best you can to get all of your nutrition from whole foods. And I don't know what this is with these young people. I always talk about Gen Z and their approach to uh, healthier living, right? For some, <laughs> I shouldn't say for some reason, it's an obvious reason, but canning is becoming very popular with them. Oh. Which is, is that, that does is, that blow your mind? It does a little, but yeah. also not really because they're just a very interesting group of individuals. Yeah, well, they're just what they- Very free-spirited. And 
what their values are yeah. and they're very intriguing. So to me, I was like, you know what? I, I've seen these pictures that they post now with their pantries full of all of this stuff because they go to farmer's markets and then they mm -hmm. grow a lot in their own gardens. And this time of year, it's the, when they're, it's this thing. Sure. Look at my pantry. And I'm like, man, I wish I had a pantry that had I all know. that stuff in there. Cause you could just go through winter, right? Not having to worry about, cause I can tell you, I know guys that have worked in vegetable packaging factories and they told me never I don't care if you're starving to death, never eat anything canned again. <laughs> They're like, don't do it. I'm sure if you're starving to death, Just, it's a viable option. Well, well, the reason canning <laughs> canned goods from there, from like the, the big companies is popular is because it has a, the shelf life, right? Right. And that's why if you can at home and you do it yourself and you know what you're getting... Uh, that that's the way to go. I know. I just know that canned foods are are for some people the only thing that's accessible to them. So. Because the shelf life. Yes. Right. Yeah. And but the availability. I've heard stories. And, no, I believe I, you. Yes. Oh, yeah. I believe you. It's, I'm just so they say frozen. If you're going to buy vegetables in a supermarket, mm -hmm. grocery store, whatever you want to call it, frozen vegetables because they're they're actually froze at what the they would consider freshness. the peak of freshness with optimal nutrition. We learned that from April Graf. I'm not going to lie. She's a dietitian. A French way. style green bean from a can. Tastes pretty good. I, sh I that is you, like you want, one of my one of my guilty pleasures if you, you can call it you that. Want, you want to know why they're so good? Cuz they're full of salt. Sodium. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, but they're they are really good. Delicious. They, I know. Well, well <laughs> Can you imagine what your homemade green beans would? would I, we should grab some at the uh, farmers market next time. Next time we're up there. Well, we haven't. God, I feel ashamed to say this, but we haven't been to the farmers market this year. I know because I do this thing on Saturdays where I get up and drink coffee for four hours, and I don't want to leave the patio. <laughs> right, I'm with you. <laughs> I'm with it's you. It's not anything against the farmers market. I always say like, oh, we should go to the farmers market, and then I'm like, I'm gonna cur curl up with my coffee and my book, and it's you can. Been disturbed me at about 11. It has been absolutely perfect though outside. We've had a really good summer for being outside. Granted, we're in a drought. That's probably why we thought it was so nice. It was <laughs> the dry. The weather never sent us inside. It was dry. It was warm. And uh, we had plenty of sunshine. Yeah, it was beautiful. And it's been beautiful lately, but. And the Vikings lost their first game of the season on Sunday. And I don't even care. Wow. How does that how does that just blow your hair back? You did order a pint of ice cream from you know me when I took the kids out for ice cream Sunday night. Last year, whenever they won, I ate cake. They won 13 games. That was a lot of cake. Yeah, that was a lot of cake. So this year I'm just gonna tell myself, because you make it fun, right? Every time the Vikings lose, I get to go to Mom and Pops, which <laughs> which is a cool gourmet hard scoop ice cream shop we have here in town. I get to go to Mom and Pops and pick out a pint of whatever I want. It's delicious. So we play the Eagles on Thursday night. Oh. We're, we're going to get annihilated. <laughs> and I'm going to go get myself a pint from mom and pops. That's exactly how I'm going to handle this year. Uh, that's amazing. All right. On that note, have yourself a fantastic Tuesday. And we will be back again tomorrow morning with another episode.